Boredom is a symptom of a conditioned and closed mind. If you are bored, you are doing yourself a tremendous disservice. Open your mind, break free from your conditioned routine, and reignite the flames of excitement and discovery. Dr. Steve Mirabali. So I ask you, my friend, with this extra time that we have on our hands, will you allow yourself just to sit there and be bored? Will you take this opportunity to dive into something deeper and explore the opportunity of what it's like to have time actually on your side? Hi, my friend, it's Jasmine, and welcome to the podcast Shy to Shining, a personal development podcast designed to help you break out of your shell and build self confidence so you can shine your light onto the world. Welcome to episode five, titled 50 Things to Do When You're Bored at Home. I wanted this episode to be a little bit more lighthearted because my last episode, titled Navigating Times of Uncertainty, was really speaking to the heart of what we're dealing with right now um, with the coronavirus and just how it's affecting us as a country and as a world. I know a lot of us are struggling right now with social distancing, especially if you're living at home by yourself or if you are away from your friends from campus and so on. And so I wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted and something that is a little bit more exciting to listen to amongst everything that's been going on on news and just what's been sharing on social media and i know with all this time that we have on our hand which is kind of weird because we're so used to running out of time that we tend to not know what to do with this extra time because time is so valuable yet we always tend to run out of it because our schedules are so busy and and our days are so jam-packed and we're always wishing for more time and now that that wish has come true we're like, oh my goodness, what do I do now? And so I thought, you know what? Why don't I help you by giving you a list of 50 things that I think would be really great to do while you're bored at home besides just watching Netflix. Um, even though there's nothing wrong with watching Netflix or Hulu, I just think there's so much more that you can do. But without further ado, let's dive into the episode. So originally, I was going to say, this is not an exhaustive list because that's what you typically say, right? But I was thinking, you know what? 50 is an exhaustive list. So before I dive into the exhaustive list, I want to paint a picture for you real quick. How in the world was I able to come up with 50 things to do when you're bored? Let me just tell you. A mind that stays awake at 2 or 3 in the morning is a wonderful creative mind. At least for me. For some reason, I had like fallen asleep in my bonus room and watching Netflix. And so I like walked back to my room and I was trying to, you know, when you wake up from a good sleep on the couch or just somewhere, you know, it's not your bed. And then you have to like wake up and then go to your bed. And so you disrupt your sleep. And so it takes you a while to get back into that nice, peaceful slumber. That was me. So here's the moon shining brightly through my window, right? And I'm staring at my ceiling fan because I'm waiting, trying to like wait until I feel drowsy enough to go back to sleep. And for some reason, the thought popped in my head. I was like, ooh, video or podcast idea. 50 things to do when you're bored. And like things just started coming and listing off. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have to write it down. But I knew that if I were to grab my phone and that bright light were to hit my eyes, it was over. I would not be falling asleep again. So I just made a mental note. And in the morning, I wrote down a bunch of things. And thus, the 50 things to do list was born. So number one, 
is to, is to have a dance party for one. Now, I had did this recently on my Instagram. I have a uh, IGTV video where I was dancing for a party for one, and my sister joined me in a second one for party for two. And I just think it's fun because, I mean, you're at home, and to keep yourself entertained, just to kind of spark some joy in your life, is just to put on your favorite playlist or even just your favorite song and just dance around. Honestly, I'm not a good dancer. I'm pretty groovy when I dance, so this is just a really fun stress reliever and just a way to take my mind off of what's going on in the world and just focus on that present moment of just having fun. So number two is to read a book or write a book. Now this is a very classic one, but I had to keep it on the list because it's a good one. I know as a college student, I tend to read books more so because it's homework and I have to read it to be able to answer questions for an assignment or even to give a presentation or take a test, which takes the fun out of reading because it's no longer a pleasure-seeking activity. It's more of like a sometimes draining activity. Especially if you are like me this semester, don't be like me this semester and made a mistake and underestimated how much time I had to read a certain book and I had to read a whole book essentially in 24 hours. So <laughs> don't be like me. I made it, got an A in the presentation, but it was not worth the stress and long late night. And I took it a step further and said write a book because this time is very valuable and we don't tend to have this much time on our hands and so if you're the person who has a story that's on your heart or on your mind and you want to get it out and share it, why not take the time to write it down on paper or type it in a Google Doc and get it out there. There's no pressure for you to actually publish the book, at least not right now, but at least you have that story out and ready so you can go back and read it whenever you want to and if for some reason one day you feel confident and want to publish it. You're ready to go. And number three is along the same lines is to read your Bible and have quiet time. I know for me, as I'm growing in my faith, it's very important for all Christians to be able to spend time in the word with God. But I know in this world, it can be very distracting. And I'm always constantly saying, oh, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy to read the Bible. Like in the mornings, I might be rushing, getting ready for class. And I don't have the time to sit down and have that quiet time that I so desperately need. And then in the evenings, I'm so exhausted from the day that I'm just too tired to sit and read the Bible. And so this is just the best time right now to be able to dive into the Bible and really listen from God because I definitely feel like he's trying to tell us something right now and he's just giving us the opportunity like there's no no sports on TV um we colleges are closed classes are being postponed or happening online now and so now we just have more time to be able to spend with him okay so number four is to clean out your closet and have a fashion show now Cleaning out your closet, I know this is a thing that we tend not to think of, but this is a great time to do so. If you're anything like me, then you tend to have a lot of clothes from high school and even middle school stuck in your closet that you haven't even worn in years, but you can give to somebody else who can wear it. And so this is a great time just to clean out your closet and even take it a step further. And I thought about even doing a fashion show. Now you don't have to film it and make it a video like I'm trying to do or maybe do on my YouTube channel but just to have fun you know by getting rid of clothes that you no longer wear but may almost as a way of like Marie Kondo like saying goodbye to your clothes or like um you could have a fashion show and just kind of you know part ways with it in a very fun way. Now sticking with the theme of cleaning Number five is to clean your room in general. Now, I know this is probably one of the last things you want to do, 
But I'm a firm believer that a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. So I feel like when you clean up your physical space like your room, then you're cleaning up your mental space like your mind. And so that's creating more room for you to be creative and having ideas that you can embark on while you're trying to figure out what to do while you're bored at home. Now, number six is to delete old photos and screenshots from your phone. Now, if Again, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be saying this a lot. If you're like me, you have tons of photos and screenshots on your phone from like high school, even sometimes middle school that you've taken, especially screenshots. I have a ton of screenshots in my phone. And at the time, they were like great ideas, but now they're just holding up space in my phone. And so I find myself frequently, I take a lot of photos. So I find myself frequently having to go into my iPhone storage on my phone and like, deleting old photos just like I have more space for new photos so this would be a great time to go through and get rid of those videos those photos and those pictures that you don't necessarily need anymore number seven is to delete old contacts from your phone so not only are you deleting old photos and videos and screenshots but old contacts I have tons of contacts in my phone of people that I um, had class with in high school maybe class with my freshman or sophomore year or that we just communicated temporarily or, or maybe a one-time thing and then that was it and so I have way too many people's names and numbers in my phone to that I don't even talk to on a regular basis so this is also a good time just to declutter your phone as well so you only have the people that you do speak and talk with on a regular basis or are important friends or family to actually be in your phone and not take up space now, number seven goes along with the same thing. So you're deleting photos, screenshots, videos, old contacts, and now old files on your computer. I, with video editing, I tend to rack up a lot of files on my computer, especially with PNG files, which are like pictures that I can put on top of my videos to make it more entertaining. And so I tend to use that once and then never again. And so it takes up a lot of space. And so this would be a good time just to go through and delete files on my computer especially pictures I tend to download a lot of pictures and such into my computer number nine is to clear your inbox now I'm gonna be honest with you don't judge me but you can judge me I guess you can but on my phone in my defense I have like four emails attached to my phone so I get emails for all four emails but cumulative commute commute what Cumulative, commute, cumulative, okay, you know what? Collectively, I have amassed, wait for it, 10,400 emails on my phone. So that is what the red notification says on my email app. Ugh. I know, I know, I know I need to delete it. And I will eventually, <laughs> but I also realize this is a great time to delete emails especially spam emails of accounts that I kind of sign up for for once to get some special deal you know maybe like a free dessert for my birthday something like that and then like don't need anymore so I could definitely delete those and then the old emails that I've answered that have been from years ago so that's a good way to use my time number 10 is to draw or do adult coloring books so I used to be a really big drawer when I was younger is that a is that a correct way to say that drawer a person who draws I'm assuming so. Anyways, I don't know why I'm second-guessing myself. At one point, I wanted to be an artist with my own art museum in New York. Don't ask me why New York. I just thought, you know, art museum. New York, of course. And I remember I would have my artwork hanging up on the walls, and, like, adults would come and look at it, and then those with kids would take their kids into a little room, and they could, like, draw on 
and paint their own little art pieces and then they can bring that home with them and put it on their fridge and then their parents can like purchase maybe one or two of my artwork pieces and put it in their house so like everyone walks away with a piece of art and that was just kind of my dream for a while when I was younger but um I used to but the moral of the story is I used to be really big in drawing I was that kid who I mean, I think I was pretty chill. I would go to my aunt's house, and all she had to do to keep me occupied was to give me copy paper and markers and crayons, and I would be in heaven. And then for adult coloring books, I'm not going to judge you if you want to color from a kid's coloring book or if you want to color from an adult coloring book. Either way, it's very stress-relieving. Number 11 is to listen to a podcast. Now, I've been trying to get into podcast listening a lot more over the past couple months, really since last semester, because one, now that I have a podcast, I think it's really great to be able to go through and understand the industry a little bit more, or a lot a bit more, and just get inspiration from some of my favorite podcasters um, for my own podcast. But then also, I think it's a great way to consume content while you're doing something else. So for example, when I said earlier, when you're cleaning out your closet, this would be a great time for you to pop on a podcast and listen to your favorite podcaster while you clean your closet. Number 12 is to organize your Spotify like playlist. Now, I'll be honest with you. On my liked songs playlist, I have 616 songs because whenever I like play whatever song it is, I just tend to like it but never put it into a certain playlist. But I know there's some friends and some people in general who tend to organize their like songs into playlists, which is really helpful because, you know, maybe you're feeling like you need a R&B playlist. Then you can hit, like play all your favorite R&B playlists or maybe a sad song romantic playlist. I don't know. But for me, I just kind of like when I get in the car, I just push shuffle and then like a random song will play. And so I might have like an R&B song and then like a slow piano ballad. And then I might have a rap song and then a gospel song playing right after it. And it's such a weird, abrupt change and transition between songs. And so it'd be a lot easier to be like, you know what, let me play this style of song or this genre of song. I will say I do have one main playlist, and it's called Bible Bops, and it's, it's a lit playlist of my favorite gospel songs, which are really helpful, so maybe I should do the same with all my other songs. Number 13 is to color coordinate the apps on your phone. Now, this is just a fun little thing that I had done about over a year or two ago, where I just, I think, I was just bored. Honestly, I was bored, and I was like, you know what, I've seen pictures of it on Pinterest and people doing this. And to be honest, when I think of an app on my phone, I tend to think of the color first before the name. And so it's easy for me to think like, oh, that's an orange app. So I'm going to go to my orange folder and find the app versus like trying to figure out the name and then what page I have it on and so on. So it's practical if you are more like me who likes to think in colors and then names. And then also it's also aesthetically pleasing when you look at your phone. Number 14 is to organize your bathroom drawers and desk. I tend to feel like your bathroom drawers and then your desk in general in your room tends to be the most cluttered pieces in your room because you kind of like start out with it organized and over time you kind of collect different products and papers and you just kind of stuff it in there. And so if you're anything like me, my desk has so many files and papers and little knickknacks in it and so does my, uh, my bathroom drawers. They tend to have a lot of products that have kind of accumulated over the years like hair products especially and it's just time for a deep clean just to get rid of the products that I don't use anymore and also to clean out the paper in my desk that don't really need to be in there I know here's a fun story <laughs> I a couple years ago like the room I'm living in right now I've been in since I was in third grade but a couple years ago I was in my 
in my desk looking for something and I saw a spider and I tried to kill it but I lost it in my desk. So instead of like taking out everything and trying to find it again, I freaked out and closed the desk drawer and haven't opened it in a couple years. Every now and then I think I would like open it for something that I was looking for but really I just kept it closed. <laughs> so I just need to go through and just clean out everything that's in my desk and then the same thing, thing with my bathroom drawers. Number 15 is to write a letter to your future self. Now, I kind of did this exercise in 10th grade in my personal finance class, and our teacher asked us to write a letter to ourselves um, as if I was a sophomore in a class full of seniors and juniors, and then he wanted us to write it write the letter to ourselves address like a couple years down the line. I think it's when we're in 20 or something like that. So um, we just kind of wrote about where we saw ourselves at that point, what we think we would have accomplished, what college we wanted to go to, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I think at that time I wrote a letter to myself saying like, oh, it's going to be so cool. You're going to be in pastry. You're going to be in culinary school to be a pastry chef. And you're going to get ready to prepare for your own restaurant. You're probably going to have a boyfriend. Da, 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 da. It's so crazy to think where I am right now. Like, I'm not in culinary school. don't have a boyfriend. But I am pretty happy with the life I have. I'm just still trying to figure out, you know, what to do after college. But that's for another later conversation. But it's just a really cool idea to be able to write a letter and then save that letter for a specific time in the future to open it and see like how your thought process was then and how it's changed over time. Now, number 16 is along the same lines, but just a little bit more lighthearted and fun in terms of writing a letter to quote unquote, all the boys you ever loved. And so if you ever seen that popular Netflix movie, you understand what I'm saying. Um, if anything, I feel like a lot of high school students could probably relate to this about just having crushes. Like I had crushes here and there in high school, but I was too afraid to let them know that I actually liked them. So maybe writing a letter addressed to them could be your way of kind of admitting your feelings to them, not even if you don't like give it to them. Now, I wouldn't send it to them, but maybe it's a great journaling exercise to kind of be like, if I had the chance or the confidence to tell them how I feel, would I tell them that I have a crush on them and why do I have a crush on them? So this can be a real, also a really great way for you to identify the reasons why you like this person. Is it because they're cute or is it because the way they make you feel when you like are in their presence? Is it because of their personality? So then you can kind of separate between like the superficial reasons to like somebody and then the really core reasons for liking somebody. Number 17 is to try a new hairstyle. Now, in high school, my freshman year, um, eighth grade and freshman year, really, so ninth grade, I was very experimental with my hair. This is when I was really, really getting into my natural hair and learning to love it. Middle school, I didn't really like my hair. And so I took to YouTube, and really, that's when the natural hair community was starting to, like, gain momentum on YouTube. So I used to watch, like, nat Natural 85 and Natural Nisi and... All those really cool, big-name hair bloggers and YouTubers today. And I also went to Pinterest when the, a lot of pins were coming out and just tried different hairstyles. And I just, I was just more fun and more exper experimental with my hairstyles in high school. So it would be really fun to kind of start a hairstyle without the pressure of like, oh, if it doesn't work out, like, what am I going to do? Because I got to go to work or I got to go to school the next day. Number 18 is to cook a meal for yourself or your family. Again, this is a great time just to be able to take care of yourself in a way that's a little bit more fun, such as cooking. Now, I know for me, cooking was a passion of mine and for a very long time when I was younger. And so 
just being able to reignite that passion has been really nice for me because I don't have a kitchen in my dorm. And so something as simple as cooking scrambled eggs with sausage and cheese in the morning for breakfast is just very empowering and a really, I don't know, just really empowering and feel-good action to do for myself. And then also this past week I cooked dinner for my family. I made salmon. Yes, I say salmon, not salmon. Okay, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just how I say it. But I also made roasted broccoli and then homemade mashed potatoes with the Yukon golden potatoes, which are phenomenal for mashed potatoes, by the way. Number 19 is exercise. Now, this looks like a lot right now since we are practicing social distancing is like home workouts. And so you can watch all tons of workout videos online. What I like to watch is Blogilates. She has a lot of great home workouts, especially apartment-friendly workouts that she can do that won't cause a lot of noise to your neighbors below you. And then you can kind of watch it on your phone, your laptop, or even just your TV if you have access to YouTube through your TV. Number 20 is to go for a walk. So again, being cooped up in the house can be a lot of sometimes, but you're still able to go outside and get some fresh air. So you gotta, if you got to walk the dog or you just want to go for a run or a walk around your neighborhood, just get some fresh air, get some nice vitamin C from the sun, and just kind of get out of that confined space of your room or just your house in general. Number 21 is to drink water. And I know for a fact most of us don't tend to drink the recommended amount of water that we need to which is commonly we should be drinking so from my internet search it says that we should be drinking at least eight ounce glasses a day which equals two liters or half a gallon 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 <laughs> half a gallon of water a day so i definitely know i don't reach that level of half a gallon gallon i keep saying gallon half a gallon of water a day guys it's 12 15 in the morning right now why i'm filming this podcast so all oops all ability to be able to be coherent is <laughs> off the wall but yes drinking water is especially really important to kind of keep yourself hydrated throughout the day and just drinking water is important for your body your body is made up of a large percentage of water so it's good to keep that your body at a regulated system by making sure you're getting the recommended amount of water Number 22 is to take a free online course to better yourself or grow your brand. So a lot of companies like Brit & Co. and several other ones are opening up their education courses that typically you have to pay for and making it free for people to be able to learn to different skills, so different hobbies. So like I said, Brit & Co., I've signed up for a couple of their classes. Mainly mine are more like digital media, Instagram strategy, all those things, but they have some classes on how to you know, learn how to do calligraphy for the first time. And so just take advantage of what is out there, the resources and the free education that you can use to better yourself. Number 23 is to watch a TED Talk. And so if you're going to sit down and watch something, might as well be something worthwhile that you can get a lot of value from. And I, and over the past couple of years, especially while being in college, I've seen a lot of TED Talks in my college career and I just tend to really love them like I, if you were to close my eyes or if you were to blindfold me and play the intro to the TED Talks I would recognize it instantly it's like little boop and then kind of sound but I, I tend to really like them they're kind of really value-packed in a short amount of time and if you want to continue to better yourself besides the education courses I recommended and um, right before this one that would be a great way to do that continuing on with the theme of 
educating yourself. Number 24 is to learn a new language with Duolingo. So I took three years of French in high school. Don't ask me to be able to have a conversation with you in French because I have lost most of my capabilities to do so. But while I was in high school and taking French, we used the app Duolingo a lot and it's just a really great app that you can use to be able to slowly learn how a new language so maybe when you get a chance to interact with people again that you can kind of show what you have learned and maybe be able to have a new skill under your belt number 25 is to support small businesses and creators by sharing their work on social media so for those who have been in social media lately there's been a large trend that I've noticed of people engaging in challenges. I'm trying to limit how many challenges I do now because I don't want to become too much. But lately people have been doing challenges about like, you know, let's spread the positive vibes by like tagging someone that you think is this or that or beautiful and this and that. And so I've also seen a lot of other creatives banding together to create um, events and platforms to be able to connect other creatives together and just kind of foster some type of community and while for example a lot of businesses are closed right now and so they're not getting enough income like they normally do so taking the time to shout out those small businesses or your favorite creators online can really help engage your community and being able to help support those businesses as they are not able to receive the income that they normally do Number 26 is just a fun one that I just kind of thought of. Again, this is a product of, so this is just a product of my 3 a.m. thought process, but to sing a song really badly just for fun. Now, again, I can't dance, like I said earlier, and I'm also not good at singing, but sometimes it just feels good to just sing at the top of your lungs or just sing in general to a song badly just for fun, and it, you probably end up laughing, and that laughter is very much needed. I know laughter is the best medicine. So not only are you singing to your favorite song, but now you're laughing because you're singing badly. And it's just a good time in general. Number 27 is to apply for internships and part-time jobs. So this is also a time, I know it might be a little difficult now that since a lot of businesses are closed, but if you want to look ahead to maybe a summer internship or maybe a fall internship or job, this could be the time to kind of just write down your your list of top five places you would like to work at in the summer or this fall just to kind of get a head start while you have the time. Number 28 is to revise your resume. Now, this is also a great time to kind of go through and like if you had a res resume for a while and you just want to dust it off and clean it up because you've done more things since the last time you updated it. This is a great time to do that, and if you have never written a resume before, this is a good time to kind of write one, so now when you're ready, you know, from lesson number 27, when you're ready to apply for internships or even a part-time job, then you have your resume already in tip-top shape. Number 29, going along with the theme of just kind of practical life and work and academic tips, is to create or refresh your LinkedIn page. Last year... I had a class assignment where I had to create a LinkedIn page, and before that, I didn't have one, so I didn't exist on LinkedIn, but now that I do, and I have some things under my belt, I can always go back now and refresh my LinkedIn page, especially since I changed my major. I had to go in and like refresh that and change my whole description and, and input some of my accomplishments that I've had since the first time I made my LinkedIn page until now. So this is also a great way for you to just take the time to kind of clean things up and update it. Number 30 is to get a head start on homework assignments. Now I know this is probably one of the things you don't want to hear, but 
being proactive is going to help you in the long run versus procrastinating on your homework assignments. I know for a fact that many of us college students are about to start online classes very soon and so it's just best for you to take this time that you have especially if you're bored and don't know don't know what to do your time just to kind of put on your favorite like study beats playlist or instrumental playlist and just knock out some homework assignments in advance and trust me you are going to thank yourself later because then you don't have to be stressing about saying oh I'll have five assignments due tomorrow and I haven't started yet and it's like 11 o'clock at night so let's be proactive instead of procrastinating. Number 31 is to rewrite your dates in your syllabi for classes. And so this past weekend, I discovered a new app called Chipper. This is not sponsored in any way. I just wanted to share some new things that I've kind of like I'm using to kind of help myself keep track of my homework assignments. But because the syllabi for my classes have all changed, I decided that I wrote all my dates nice and neat and color-coded in my planner, and I can't erase it because it was made in pens. So instead of scratching out the notes in my planner, I decided I would just do digital planning and, and put my assignments into a assignment tracker app and have it color-coordinated, and has helped a lot, and it's just easier to where I can just delete and replace if the date has changed versus having to scribble out on a physical paper copy. Okay, so now I'm going to do a bit more speed round because it's about 30 or so minutes into this podcast, and I'm just going to go a little bit quicker. So number 32 is to FaceTime your family and friends, and this kind of goes to number 33, about spending time with your family and friends. So if you have the opportunity to spend time with your family and friends, if you're like living with them in your house, then spend time with them, actually sit down and hang out with them, have a game night, cook dinner with them, watch a movie together, talk and discuss, just really enjoy this time you have your family, you know, because I feel like a a positive of us being at home and being self-quarantined is that we have this opportunity to be able to slow down a little bit and spend time with our loved ones. And then if you can't, if you don't have the ability to spend time with your loved ones then you can facetime them and same with your friends number 34 is to call your grandparents so i i know it's easy for us to kind of call our parents and maybe our aunts and uncles or favorite cousins and some of our friends more so than our grandparents but we can't forget about our grandparents they are super cool they deserve the love as well so make sure you call out and reach out to them make sure they're doing okay number 35 is to send a kind text to a friend or family member so maybe you're not the kind of person who likes to call, then maybe texting seems a lot, a lot more of a better medium suited, suited for you. So perhaps you can just take the time to kind of send some sweet text messages to your family and friends saying, hey, I'm thinking of you, hope you're doing okay, or hey, I'm just checking up on you, make sure you're doing well. And, you know, this can spark a really good conversation for you to have with them. Number 36 is to create a vision board wall. Now, this is something that I haven't really done before. I've done a vision board on, like, poster board, but never on my wall. So, I plan on making my study space while having online classes to be really inspirational. So, I plan on having some magazine cutouts and taping it on my wall and making it look kind of cute and just really inspirational. So, you can take your time in doing that. And number seven, going along with the whole creative route, you can have a self-timer photo shoot with your phone. So I feel like as a creative, we tend to kind of either have someone else take photos for us for us, or take photos of ourselves. But we tend to forget that we can have our own photo shoot and not have to pay anybody by just using what we already have access to, which is our phone, which is our camera on our phone and the self-timer. So then you can like pull out some outfits from your closet and just throw them on, find some cute places in your home, be creative. 
and have your own photo shoot and save money because then you're your own photographer you don't have to pay anybody and then you can use vseo cam to edit your photos and boom you got new content number 38 is to create a haiku or write a poem a haiku is a traditional form of a japanese poem essentially it kind of consists of three lines the first two lines have five syllables and the middle line has seven syllables and the lines don't really rhyme most of the time and so an example of a haiku would be I'm looking on Google right now. It says, warm soup in a bowl, letters of the alphabet, hang on the teaspoon. <laughs> so, I mean, you can get really creative with this, but also if, if you want to write a normal poem, that is totally fine as well. If this is up to you, you have total freedom and choice. Number 39 is to learn calligraphy. Now, this is what I was talking about earlier with Britain Code. I know they have some classes specifically to teach people, beginners specifically, how to do calligraphy. So if that's something you're really interested in, you can sign up for that. It is for free. Just use the code SELFCARE in all caps. And I think that's free up until the end of March, if I'm not mistaken. And then if you don't want to go to Britain Code, you can also just go on YouTube and type in how to do calligraphy for beginners and I'm sure there are tons of videos that you can watch and then you can walk away with a new skill. Number 40 is to put your phone on airplane mode and meditate. Now I have tried to practice meditation and more so a form of mindfulness. I went to a mindfulness class at my school once and then there was this podcast I just listened to. It's called Flights and Feelings by Joseph Solomon. Absolutely love this his podcast. It's so well done. And he had an episode where he kind of walked you through a mindfulness activity. And for me, I struggle with mindfulness right now just because my brain is easily distracted. It just I just find it hard to kind of like clear out my mind because I'm thinking about things so much so rapidly at once. But this is just a great way to kind of when you put your phone in airplane mode, you're distracted. You're not distracted because notifications are blocked temporarily for that time period and then also sitting down and just being mindful of like where you are right now in the present moment and just kind of tuning into how you're feeling and maybe listening to your heartbeat or listening to the sounds outside and not constantly being surrounded by so much noise and chaos. Number 41 is to unpack your suitcase from your spring break trip. Now, this past spring break, I went to Chicago, so I had like one packed bag in my backpack. And as of right now, my back, as of right now, my luggage is all clear. But I just stopped by my school today to kind of pick up some things from my dorm. And so now I have a full suitcase once again, so I have to go through and unpack it. But I'm sure I'm not the only one who has to. I know there's some people, as soon as they get home, they unpack their suitcase right away. And then some people kind of tend to live out of their suitcase for quite some time, maybe into their next trip. I'm kind of in between. I tend to let it linger for a little bit but not for an extensive long time number 42 is to paint your nails this is something that i don't do enough of yeah i have the desire to i just tend to put it on a very low on my list and it's a form of self-care it's a classic form of self-care and it's not the only form of self-care but it's one that i just feel very empowered by whenever i have the chance to do it I, I don't know about you, but any, every time I do paint my nails because it's such a rare opportunity that I get to sit down or allow myself really to sit down and paint my nails, I just feel so put together when my nails are done. And I, I'm that person like, oh, you want me to hold the door? Oh, yeah, I would definitely hold the door for you. Like, I'll hold the door at any time. But, like, when my nails are nice, I kind of, like, linger a little bit. Like, oh, yes, I'll hold the door. Also, my nails, <laughs> my nails are done. <laughs> um, but maybe that's just me. 
Number 43 is to create a memory box for all your childhood toys and schoolwork. Now, I have a memory box in my closet, which is where I'm filming this podcast episode right now, and I plan on looking back through it, but I just have a lot of things in there from a couple years ago that I started collecting. Um, Like, I have my baptism certificate, so I can always remember when I got baptized. I have my diploma in there. I have some trinkets and notebooks and my first concert ever was Mindless Behavior Concerts. So I have those tickets in there. It's just really nice to kind of go through memory lane. So when you're cleaning your room, maybe you can start a memory box and take the things that you don't want to necessarily throw away and put it in the box for safekeeping. Number 44 is to clean out your fridge. Now, if you're at back at home, this is just a really great way. I know a lot of food can start to pile up in your fridge and become overwhelming. And so if you have a lot of leftovers that you haven't eaten in a while that's been in there for too long this could be a great chance for you to clean out your fridge and just organize it and make it a little bit more tidy and a little bit more presentable number 45 is just a really kind one i thought i would include on the list it is to speak positive affirmations to yourself in the mirror and now i've never done this before did i just say mirror i meant mirror (laughs) no i've never done this before but i've seen people do it before and i think it's just a really great positive activity especially at any point in the day but I was gonna say like in the morning and maybe at night like if you're gonna quote the movie The Help you can be like you is kind you is smart you is important or anything like that like I am strong I am courageous I am a child of God I am confident etc number 46 is to journal how you're feeling right now over the past year I've really been getting into journaling because I'm the kind of person who feels a lot of emotions and I tend to be sensitive and so it's just a really great way for me to process what is I'm experiencing and what's in my mind I'm also the kind of person who overthinks and just keeps everything internal and not express it externally and so I keep it in bottled up and so it's just a way for me to if I don't want to share it with somebody I can just write it down on paper and revisit it in the future Number 47 is to look at a virtual museum online. So my mom told my sister and I about this, but there are some museums that actually have gone virtual. So now you can log on and see the museums, certain museums online that you would normally be able to have access to in person. And so this is a great way, especially for kids or if you just want to not watch TV or read a book and just kind of immerse yourself in a really cool experience of learning about a certain time period or just to soak up more information to make yourself more knowledgeable about a certain area or person. Number 48 is to take a bubble bath. Now I am pro shower, not against bubble baths, but I just normally, showers are very quick for me, so I normally take showers more than ever than I do baths. But I have seen pictures on Pinterest and just heard about people who do take the time to run a nice warm bath for themselves and add some nice bubbles or maybe a bath bomb from Lush and set a mood with the lights off and the candle and music going on. Really, this is another form of self-care where, you know, again, like I said, showers are really quick for me, but maybe slowing down and just sitting and just, you know, enjoying my me time. Number 49 is to stretch your body. So with being at home, especially during social distancing, we tend to get really lazy at times. And most of the time, we either sit down for a long period of time or lay in our bed for a long period of time. And our body needs movement. It's good for us to get movement in it. So maybe doing stretches in the morning or stretches at night before you go to bed would be a really great way for you to engage in some physical activity, but ease into it in a very slow yet 
practical way. And last but not least, we finally made it, you guys, to 50. Number 50 is to rest your body. So I know I gave you a list of so many things to do that doesn't really involve resting as much. But at the end of the day, this is a luxury to have a plethora of time. And this is also a great time for you to just rest your body and not feel guilty for it. Take that nap. Sleep in a little bit longer if you have the luxury to do so. And just take care of yourself. We're always so busy and booked. And this is our time to just rest and relax. Holy cow, my goodness, this is probably my longest podcast episode to date, but I hope that you got a lot of value and some ideas from this list that I've created for you. I definitely will take some of my own advice and practice some of the things on this list to kind of make the time that I have in between my online classes and on the weekends a little bit more productive and knowing that Yes, boredom, I might be overwhelmed with the amount of possibilities of things I can do, but now I have a list to pull from and be able to do something like, for example, clean my closet or clean up my phone or take a bubble bath. But thanks again for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. And I prayers go out to each and every one right now as we are still in the midst of this times of uncertainty that you continue to keep your faith and your hope and to keep positive in the midst of this time. I just want to end this podcast with a prayer and then I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you, God, for this day, Lord. Thank you for blessing me with the opportunity to be able to still speak to my community and encourage them with a podcast episode today, Lord. I just want to pray for my community. I want to pray for my country and I want to pray for this world, Lord, as we are still in the thick of times of uncertainty as we're practicing social distancing and how some people might feel isolated during this time lord but know that they are not alone lord that you are with them walking with them every step of the way lord and i just pray that you allow us to understand how important this time is is to be able to spend it with you lord in your word and just to connect with you lord and just trust you and that your plan is so much bigger than our plan and that you know how this is going to end and we don't and so we just need to lean into you lord and i just pray that you just give us the strength to be able to continue each day in and day out and just to keep a positive outlook right now lord and i just want to pray for every single person listening to this podcast i thank you for bringing them to this podcast and i wish them well for the rest of the week lord in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Shy to Shining podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast like you do on YouTube by clicking the button so you won't miss any new episodes. And be sure to rate the show and leave a little review. Alrighty, my friend. That's all I have for you today. But before I go, remember this. Aim far, my little star, and shine bright, my little light. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.